First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on. Tune in. Let's expand the conversation, recap the Vikings' victory over the Bears. Minnesota won it 23-10 to wrap up a first-round bye in the postseason. Always a pleasure to talk Viking football with Greg Coleman, former Vikings punter, sideline analyst, Vikings Radio Network. Greg, congratulations on another win. What stood out to you today? Thanks, Nick. Uh, man, it um, <clears throat> you know, the, the guys accomplished step one, okay? Uh, maybe w- step one and a half, it, and here's why I put it that way. Uh, they secured the, uh, the NFC North. That was first. Uh, second piece, they secured a first-round bye. Now, let's go back to minicamp, training camp, all of those things, all of those workouts and all of that stuff. And, and, and Brian, you know what I'm talking about. You set goals uh, at the beginning of the year, and hopefully you stay healthy enough to accomplish them, and that's what this team has done. Now they put themselves in a position to be two games away from the Super Bowl. Um, nothing is a guarantee, but this team plays well at home. They play well on the road. Uh, so regardless to who they get in the first round of the division, uh, playoff, it's going to be tough for whoever it is that comes into us bank stadium to beat this football team because they play well at home. Secondly, uh, whoever that, uh, NFC division, uh, championship is against whether it's home or away. I think they've put themselves in a good position. They've got a good, balanced football team. They're not top-heavy on offense or defense or special team. It's a good collective, uh, all three phases. So with that being said, everybody in Minnesota is, is cautiously optimistic, uh, but, but very happy that this team has put itself in a great position. The best way to uh, explain it, uh, the Vikings lock up the first round by, just like you said, but – Watching the last two games against Green Bay and Chicago, two teams that, you know, have no uh, playoff implications, I've watched the offense struggle just a little bit. Now with that bye, how does this team go about kind of regaining that midseason spark that they had? Well, I, I think it all starts up front with the offensive line. I mean, we had to move people around. Uh, Jeremiah Searles went in at guard. Uh, we locked Nick, Nick Easton. I mean, um I can't tell you how many different offensive line combinations there have been in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so with that being said, we lost C.J. Ham at fullback. So that affects your running game. When you can't run the football, if you can't run the football in this league, you can't win, Brian, and you know that. That's what made this team so good early on. We had a healthy offensive line, uh, L-Train, Latavius Murray, and, and, and Jet McKinnon. They were moving the ball because, number one, you had protection for Case Keenum. Number two, you had those guys gashing holes for the opposing team. That, that's, that's a winning formulation. That's a winning formula. So you get some guys back healthy. You, you almost got two weeks. You get some guys healthy. Um, you get back on track, running the football, protecting case. Because let's face it, even though Chicago is not going anywhere, they got a damn good front four. And they put pressure on case all day. There was leakage up the middle. There was no clean pocket. So I don't care who you're playing. Even though those guys are packed and ready to go home for the offseason, all the talk about John Fox being done, whatever, regardless, you got to be able to protect the quarterback and run the football. I think they'll get back to it, uh, get healthy enough 
to get back to basics. We're focusing on the Vikings with Greg Coleman from the Vikings Radio Network. Greg, we know there's no way Case Keenum is in danger of losing his job, nor should he. He's played outstanding football. What do you make of these reports, though, that Sam Bradford's getting ready to return to the practice field? No, and that means that that's a number that he had to stay on injured reserve. Now he's able to come back off of injured reserve. And who's to say if Sam is going to be number two or number three? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has been practicing over the last several weeks, looked very, very good uh, during the course of practice, uh, although his debut a couple of weeks ago didn't, didn't fare well. But from an emotional standpoint, it was big for Teddy, it was big for everybody in the organization and for, and for Purple Nation to see Teddy come back. But he's doing some remarkable things in practice. The guy's a miracle. I think I told you about this a few weeks ago. If you never witness a miracle, and seeing Teddy Bridgewater back out on the field, not only back out on the field, guys, but being productive, able to protect himself, move move around, escape, the escapability. If a quarterback can't protect himself, he has no business on the field. Who knows how Sam's knee is going to be? So with that being said, all of that is, is outside noise that the guys inside that locker room is not paying any attention to. Greg, you talked about the reshuffling of the offensive line due to injuries and we watched Latavius Murray have an exceptional game, 111 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. You know, how, how many back-to-back games? Because at this particular point, like you mentioned earlier, with the bye, all you have to do is win two games and you play in the Super Bowl in your home stadium. Can, can he put two back-to-back games like this together? Absolutely, because what happened the latter part of, uh, of the second half, Brian, they, they, you, you wear a team down. And, and we've got a pretty big offensive line. Those guys are pretty stout. And the one thing, and I think I talked about it during the pregame, these guys are not going to be punked. Years ago, and I'm not going to call the years, there were times that our offensive line got punked by the opposing defense. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get a bunch of trash-talking, you know, big-hitting guys on the other side, they're going to take you out of your game. You're not going to do this to this group. And they're not going to be punked. And, man, the second half, third quarter, man, they, they're banging holes. And, and, and that's where A-Train, you know, he starts to, to, to get downhill. You get Jet, Judah, you know, Jet McKinnon. Um, that's a good combination. We've got a very, very balanced football team. Greg, now, as always, we appreciate I, the information. we got a lot of live games, unfortunately, i got to go back to. So I want to wish you right, a very happy new year. And we want to chat with you when we get to the divisional round, okay? All right, Nick, Brian, you guys, happy new year. Appreciate it anytime, guys. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.